You know, so each of us, God inherently instills that desire for more, that desire for adventure, that longing to be fulfilled in each of us. And we spend our entire life trying to fill that gap. And so because we don't find it in the ordinary, we try to go outside of our typical life to adventure, to try to find and fulfill this desire for more. Welcome to the Blood Brothers Podcast with Ben Steiger and Eric Metz. In today's episode, we're going to be discussing our longing for adventure that God places in our hearts and the different ways that we can fill that desire in constructive ways that will lead to peace, freedom, and fulfillment. So Ben, good to see you again today. How are you doing today? Hey man, good to see you. Uh, I am great. Had an early morning uh, meeting with some dudes that... uh, love me, love this ministry and love each other. And, uh, it was some board members, but, uh, it wasn't about board items or this ministry. It was about just connecting as brothers and goodness, man. I just love that, that time, you know, this one doesn't have a big agenda. It's just, uh, man, being friends and cultivating, you know, those deeper uh, relationships and what's going on in each other's lives and families. And, uh, and then as I came in the office this morning, just spent some time getting ready for uh, this podcast, excited. This is one of my favorite subjects and uh, love talking about some adventure. So yeah, man, how are you? Doing well. Yeah. Excited. Uh, life's an adventure in and of itself, isn't it? I mean, it's ups and downs. Absolutely. And sometimes things come across your plate you do not expect to happen. And, you know, we have to take it and again, surrender things to the Lord as we walk through this adventure we call life. So you got it. Yeah. You got it. So, so what do you, so what do you think of when you think of adventure? Like what comes to mind for you, Ben? Well, you know, Eric, as, as we know, adventure can come across to individuals in, in different ways, you know, but the definition of, of adventure is uh, an unusual uh, and exciting, typically hazardous experience or activity. And, uh, you know, you can hear people talk about you know, adventures in the outdoors. You can hear people talk about athletics and adventures in business, adventures in what you eat, adventures in different lifestyles and, you know, good, bad, and different. Uh, there's all kinds of adventures out there. Uh, but for me, the greatest way I think of adventure, I think of, you know, my, my marriage as adventure. I think of a parenting as adventure, uh, different aspects of, uh, what I do in ministry and day-to-day things. But the greatest definition for me, uh, revolves around, uh, the outdoors and man, I love getting out in God's creation, uh, where things are not inside of my control. And reality is things are never really inside of our control, but there's an element when we get outside, uh, of the unknown that man just really presses into my heart in regards to adventure. And I have something I want to share further about that before we go on to the next question, but I want to hear from you. What, uh, what comes to mind for you when you think of, you know, adventure? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't really grow up. I grew up outside, but not in the outdoors. If that makes sense. My outside was all sports and baseball and football and basketball. Those are where we lived, ate, breathed. My brothers and I were just constantly outside and that was our thing. Typically hazardous, exciting and an activity. 
right? You know, that, I mean, that's, that's yeah. an adventure. I mean, it, yeah, yeah. And there's just such a thrill that comes from, you know, being successful at a sport or, you know, scoring a touchdown or catching a ball or, you know, scoring a three-pointer or whatever the case may be. It's that thrill and that, that, that joy and excitement of, and I think some of it has to do with using your talents and abilities as well. So there's a connection there as far as, Absolutely. you know, that synergy of what am I good at and what brings me life and excitement and joy and it can be hazardous yeah. at times as well. So, but yeah, for me, sports, but now, even now as, as I'm older and not as physically able to play in all these different sports, business, just trying to, for in my current role, teach and train people to learn our tools well and, and be successful and help other people be successful is exciting and adventurous too. And so, uh, yeah, I'd say the business world now is somewhat of that adventure that I, that I look forward to. So. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. You cool. said you're going to share something. What What are you going to? Yeah. What are you Man, I figure we just dive in and, uh, you know, cut to the chase with adventure. Uh, real quick, I want to tell a story, though. So, I mean, I love leading others into adventure men, women, couples, whatever. But my dominant focus is on the heart of men. And uh, one of the things I love doing is going out west on adventures, as I've shared many times, uh, you know, on this podcast. Uh, but man, I think it was back in 2017, I took a group of, I don't know, maybe there's six, seven, maybe eight dudes uh, to the Idaho backcountry. And uh, we were taking them elk hunting and we were filming this for a Badlands Film Festival. And we had different teams inside of it. But, you know, all these guys had never done anything uh, like this. We took our backpacks, loaded it up with all the gear that we needed for a week and just took off miles into the backcountry. And we were chasing elk. We were camping in the middle of nowhere, you know, filtering water from streams and cooking freeze-dried meals and eating beef jerky and, you know, that kind of deal from mountain hailstorms, thunder and lightning and snow from ups and downs of physical exhaustion and injury from life-threatening, man, when are we going to call the helicopter uh, kind of conversations to, uh, man, just joy of God speaking to our hearts. But this adventure was captured and presented in the film fest and the title of the, the film was called more. And I want to read to you uh, part of my script from that film that, you know, when I was thinking about this podcast just came to mind and I, I read it down word for word. I'm just going to read it. If you don't mind in our fast paced, self-indulgent selfie taken society, there may be no better way to bring focus to the craziness of life than through raw adventure. You see, we all desire the same thing. More challenge, more meaning, more purpose. The desire for more exists within all of us. And for many, adventure rapidly brings these desires to the forefront and into focus. This may be the very reason that we seek adventure. Our lives can be defined as an expedition in pursuit of fulfillment. We have climbed the mountains, fished the streams, hiked the hills, and have swum the seas, all in an effort to acquire the elusive trophy of fulfillment. All of our attempts have ended in dissatisfaction. The desire for more is still burning. You know, so each of us, God inherently instills that desire for more, that desire for adventure, that longing to be fulfilled in each of us. And we spend our entire life trying to fill that gap. And so because we don't find it in the ordinary, we try to go outside 
of our typical life to adventure, to try to find and fulfill this desire for more. And uh, Eric, you know, you know how I share the definition of that desire for more, but I'm curious how you would define that desire for more, you know, for, for our listeners to relate to. Yeah. I think the God-sized hole that's in our heart naturally creates that for everybody of there's more to this life than just the going to work every day, making money to pay for the food and whatever, just the the day to day and that desire for more. And I think God puts that in us to call us out of the norm, call us out to not only be with him and have an adventurous relationship with him, but also to exercise the creativity he's placed in us. And I don't want to over-spiritualize it either because I feel like there's just an element of, man, when I go out and I'll speak back in the day when I was able to, but when I would get ready for a football game and I'd be out on the field and the adrenaline's rushing and you catch a pass or you score, I mean, that aliveness that comes from there, that success and that, that joy and that fulfillment of doing something constructive that's good and not harmful in any way, that is that, that craving that we all have. And I feel like he puts it in there for us to live life. He, he came for us to have an abundant life. Mm, and that word yeah. abundant, I think, covers so many different areas. It's not just you know salvation. I think it's an abundant life to be with your kids and to exercise the abilities and talents that he's given you in creative ways to express whatever. It could be if you're an artist, maybe it's developing a painting that's amazing. And so it could be in multiple different ways, but we come alive when we exercise those things in very constructive, healthy ways. And when I think of that, I think of that God-sized hole that that he puts in our hearts yeah. on purpose to go seek out those things. Man. Yeah, I love that. You know, uh, you taught, you said not, not to over spiritualize it. Right. And not, uh, yeah, I think we say that every now and then, but you and I both believe that everything wraps around, you know, our relationship with Christ. Right. Correct. And, you know, everything you said has to do with our spiritual nature, you know, and, yeah, and that's true. The, this pursuit that God has for our heart to draw us to him, to bring us closer to him. Yes, he loves us and he gives us the ability to enjoy, to appreciate, to to fully embrace aspects of our life from the ability to smell and see and touch, the ability to experience, you know, excitement and adrenaline and dopamine and all those things that come from living on the edge, you know, at times. But, you know, the older I get, the more and more I recognize that desire which, you know, man, it manifests itself oftentimes with a desire to win, a desire to compete, a desire to, to be the best, a desire to live on the edge and experience thrills and, and danger. Man, I now recognize, you know, that desire just as an opportunity that the father wants to use to speak to my heart. You know, I used to go elk hunting or on these adventures with a specific target. You know, like I went elk hunting to kill an elk. And some of it wasn't about getting the meat. Some of it was about being able to prove to everybody else, look at me, look at what I can do. <laughs> you know, but years yeah. and years in, after after many failures, you know, I recognized that elk hunting for me wasn't at all about really harvesting an elk, but it was about experiencing what God wanted to speak to my heart from stripping away the noise and the craziness of life. You know, when I think about 
competing, you know, whether, whether it's, uh, back when I played football or basketball or whatever, uh, or it's playing ping pong or volleyball or whatever nowadays, you know, is it my desire to win or is it my desire to be present and to appreciate, man, just this process and, and seeing others, uh, work through this process. But man, I, I completely agree, you know, that God has given this as a gift, but he's also given it uh, this desire for adventure as, as a lure, you know, as a mm-hmm. way to get yeah. to our heart. Yeah. When I mean over-spiritualized, I'm not saying that God's not a part of all that we do and integrated right. in right. this, because again, he's our creator. He's the one that created that desire and he's the one that we need to cultivate that intimacy with. I think when I, when I was thinking of over-spiritualized, it's like, you're always, I don't know, going about it in a way where you're like being weird or over-religious or right. kind of like, yeah. Yeah. you know, like, awkward showy crap that I think can't stand, but I it's, know, but right? it is about a relationship <laughs> where you're aware of him and you're, you're aware of him. You're praying through in your head throughout that process. You know, I was, can't tell you how many times I was praying in football. I wouldn't die, but also just having right. him with me and, and experiencing things with him as our father. So I guess that's more of what I meant on the yeah, not over spiritualizing no, stuff. So I get it. You know, one of the questions that we had was, uh, you know, how does God fit into this desire, you know, that we have for adventure? And so, you know, from an athletic perspective, what's kind of been this process that God has stripped away the carnal Eric, that desire to win, that desire to be the best, to be on top? Yeah. I mean, you were a collegiate athlete. You know, that's a pretty yeah. big deal. But certainly looking at your athletic career now probably isn't the same now as it was back in the day but what what comes to mind a big thing that we need to be careful of with this adventure is not tying it to our identity Mm. to where that's who i am now as a football player it was so Mm. weird i these mental games that happen and i'll just be very transparent after i graduated college you know you don't have the thrill of saturday afternoon football anymore because you know, you're, you're the man on campus. And then when you graduate, you're like, well, I'm not awesome anymore. And I can understand. <laughs> and, and, and then I started doing these weird mental games of like, well, I could take that guy if we ever played like one-on-one or whatever. And it's like, who cares about that? Like, what are you doing, man? Like, what is, what are you thinking about? And it was all tying back to my identity of, I didn't feel good enough in other areas. And so I was like, oh, I'm like tying this adventure, this football identity that I've developed over the years and it's unhealthy and it's mm-hmm. ugly and it's weird. And it's, so we need to separate our identity from our adventure or the things that we're good at or feel like God has put in our hearts to, to seek after, whether you're again, artist, outdoorsman, hiker, hunter, whatever, yeah. you got to separate that from your identity. And it took a process of just re, like renouncing that and say, Lord, I'm, I'm a son of God. That's my identity. I'm a son of mm-hmm. you. I'm, you know, I've got a relationship with you. It's all based off of, you know, your purpose for my life. And so separating that was a big step in my life. Now that I look back on it, I'm like, man, that was so much fun. I enjoyed it, whatever. But I'm so much more than just a wide receiver, you know? So it was, it was that separation. But what about you? How does God fit into that desire and how do you see that play out? Well, nowadays when I look at an adventure, it's much more for me about uh, where's God at in it? Is God leading me to it? And then participating, you know, in that and the process, I recognize the process so much more than I did before, you know? Mm -hmm. And so 
if I don't win, if I don't succeed, you know, whatever this is, climbing, you know, a mountain, harvesting an elk, you know, whatever, whatever that is, it's okay. Because I recognize that it's the process that God's taken me through. It's not, not the trophy at the end. It's not the Super Bowl ring. It's, it's what God doing through the process. Because the reality is, is very few people get a Super Bowl ring. Very few people get a trophy, right? Yeah. And it, so if we define success based off of the trophy, man, we're going to always, well, yeah. oftentimes fail. And yeah. if, that's our, if that's our perspective of success, then we're going to miss out on what God wants to speak to our heart. And so I invite individuals you know, onto these adventures and, and try to teach them to look for God in the aspects of the process and, and really look for them during the times of adversity, you know, yeah. when, when, when the struggle's real. You now I was thinking back on a solo adventure I did a few years ago, seven days in the middle of nowhere, you know, almost 40 miles from civilization. It was just me, God, and, you know, the skills that, that God had equipped me with, the talents and abilities and the education that, that I had given myself or others had given me or whatever. And there was part of me that just wanted to prove to myself that I could do it, but also know that, man, I'm going to need God, you know, in this process to, to speak to my heart. I'm going to get lonely. I'm going to get scared. And man, it was just this beautiful process of God speaking to my heart, confirming that uh, I have what it takes, not necessarily to be a successful solo adventurer, but he spoke to my heart and how it applies to my day-to-day life and how I engage, you know, those around me. So when I talk about uh, looking for God in the process, taking a full stock of what God's doing, if we can't take out of an adventure an applicable lesson for our life, then we're probably wasting our time. And I feel like most men, most women, are wasting the adventures that God has given them. Mm. And oftentimes it's because it lacks purpose. You know, what is the purpose, you know? Yep. And that is the fulfillment side of it that is missing a lot of times from people. And without including Christ, without looking at the process and what I'm learning, without the growth, I think, as a part of the adventure, I think that's where the, the fulfillment is not there, is not as present is when you're not including the Lord with that adventure, you're not learning from the process. Just like I learned, like my identity is wrapped up in this unhealthy way. Now I'm like, oh, okay, that that's obviously something I need to figure out and fix. But mm-hmm. that's where I think we need to remember, and I would encourage our listeners to consider is, am I gaining fulfillment? And if not, how can I incorporate the Lord in it to gain that fulfillment? What it, and right. ask him, what are you teaching me through this? What, what am I supposed to get out of this? So that way yeah. it is fulfilling because anything without the Lord is only going to be so good. You know, it's only going to be so much that really is mm-hmm. going to fill that need. But with, once you incorporate him, the fulfillment goes through the roof. Like it's night and day. Right. If we recognize that God put that desire in our heart for a purpose, 
And then we engage that purpose, invite him into it. It's incredible. I was thinking about Psalm 1611. It says, you make known to me the path of life. In your presence, there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures you know, forevermore. And just, uh, man, apart from Christ, we're not going to experience the things that, that we could and that we should, that he's given us the ability to. And so we invite him into this process and... It's beautiful. And that's where I think some people also, they don't receive the fulfillment that they were thinking that this adventure was going to give them. And so they get frustrated or they start looking at other different things, which could include drugs, alcohol, whatever, you know, sex, et cetera, to fill this hole and it never will. And that's the hard part. And you see it in our culture and it's hard because a heart breaks for those people that are trying to get fulfillment in these unhealthy ways. And it's like, ah. If you just knew that your creator is waiting for you to connect with him and that that right. would be is the fulfillment with these other adventures that is in life, but together with him, that's when it will be complete. Like the adrenaline junkies. Uh, they're always on the edge and we love to watch them. We love to celebrate them. But man, the fact is, is that they're pursuing this God-sized hole in all the wrong ways. They're living life on the edge, you know, sometimes sacrificing life and limb in their pursuit of finding this fulfillment. A lot of times that fulfillment comes from validation of others seeing uh, them what they can do. But uh, man, we need to re-engage, redefine our definition of success and recognize that fulfillment only comes from Christ. Psalms 107, nine says, for he satisfies the thirsty and fills the hungry with good things. And that's talking literally, but I believe he means it figuratively, you know, as well. God wants to fulfill our desires. And if we don't give our desires to him, if we don't let him, if we don't invite him in, and we'll just continue to leave this dissatisfied life. And that longing for more, you know, will keep burning without over-spiritualizing it because you can't over-spiritualize this, Eric. And not I'm not at all poking you for this. This is the truth that apart from a relationship with Jesus Christ on this side of eternity, you will never experience any element of lasting fulfillment because you will not be free. You'll be a slave to that constant desire to be validated, to fill that hole, to experience things that make you feel alive. And they're all short-lived apart from Christ. For sure. So Ben, what are some guidelines that we can give our listeners so that they can know that they're pursuing adventure in healthy, God-ordained ways? Yeah, well, life in Christ doesn't mean it's safe. It doesn't mean it's without risk. All right. You know, like I think of the Apostle Paul, you know, the I believe the greatest adventurer to ever walk planet Earth, uh, but also one of the greatest believers apart from Christ. And I want to read to you a very short section of, of some of the, the affliction that or adversity that Paul faced. It's in Second Corinthians eleven twenty four. Five times I withstood thirty nine lashes from Jewish authorities. Three times I was battered with rods. Once I was almost stoned to death. Three times I was shipwrecked. And I spent one night, one day, and one night adrift at the sea. And you know that's only a portion of the adventures that he had traveling all over his area with a purpose of sharing the love of Christ. And so, Eric, to your question. When you talk about adventure, what is the purpose 
of it. Invite God into it. And, you know, I believe that as a believer, you know, our life are meant to love God, love others. And how can we help that process come through, through our adventures? You know, how can we invite Jesus into, whether it's an adventure in sports or business or art or whatever it is, how can we invite Jesus into that to help us love him and love others more? But the reality is there's a lot of people that can't take part in sports, can't take part in big outdoor mm-hmm. adventures. And uh, yeah. what's that look like? Well, it's defined by by your world. You know, may, maybe it's a diet. Maybe it's an exercise commitment. Maybe it's uh, some kind of cooking adventure or dance classes yeah. or, you know, whatever that yeah. is. But man, God wants to speak through all of that. And he gives us those desires to be around people that don't know him. So that way we can be a light in those different adventures in those yeah. different circles and the interest areas that we have. And I think just using those as guidelines and some of those guidelines are, is this biblical? Is this healthy? Is this going to not hurt anybody or myself or any of my relationships? Some of those guidelines can really go a long way to just be like, okay, is this thing that I'm pursuing? Is this healthy or not? And is it build up other people and connect you with other people as well? And is the Lord a part of it all to where you're praying before you're doing it? You're, you're incorporating him. You're looking for ways of sharing, you know, the good news to those that may not know him. All those are very healthy, constructive ways to get that fulfillment by being on mission. And that's, again, the ultimate adventure is to be living with Christ, following Christ and being on mission of sharing the gospel. That's the ultimate adventure. But having your interest areas be an avenue in which you are doing that and incorporating him in. Once I kind of caught the the vision and the understanding of this, that's when I started to be like, okay, now I'm rolling. Now I'm getting fulfilled. Now I've got a purpose. Now I'm waking up in the morning with more intentionality. Now I'm excited to see what this day holds. Now I want, Lord, where are you leading me today? Who do you want me to talk to or pray for today? You know, it just creates this momentum and excitement and joy of like, I'm here for a reason. I'm mm-hmm. involved with this for a reason. And you just get pumped and life has so much more fulfillment and meaning. I can't communicate it enough. So, but yeah, it's, just, it's, uh, it's exciting. Well, any last thoughts or words, Ben, on the topic of adventure? Ultimately, I believe the greatest adventure uh, is our pursuit of Christ and his pursuit of us. And man, he, he has gifted us with the ability to enjoy life and enjoy so many things. He's gifted us with the ability to do things. And, some of us are limited, you know, with what that looks like. And I just want to encourage our listeners to live an adventurous life defined by Christ. One more last thing before we, we wrap things up. When I was thinking about this podcast and adventure and all that, I pictured the time where Jesus, he's just calling Peter to follow him. And he's like, I'm going to make you a fisher of men. And I was like, oh, man, like that is such a cool adventure that he just called him on. Like, man, you're a fisherman. Yeah, but I'm calling you to an adventure of fishing for men. And I'm like, man, that's awesome. So I think that's our, all of our call really is to have that adventure and following him. And so, yeah, it may not be fishing because I can't stand fishing, but <laughs> it may be something else that God uses in your life to call you. So Right. Love it, man. All right. Well, we appreciate you guys listening. Thanks again. Please feel free to rate and review our podcast wherever you listen to this. Again, show notes has how you can connect with us and take care and have a great day.